hello and welcome to the Five Song Mixtape, where we discuss a new mix each and every week. My name is Lil Young Mike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such podcasts as Five Song Mixtape and the Joe Rogan Experience. <laughs> and I'm RJ. Just RJ. Just RJ. Huh? Just RJ. It's my rap name. <laughs> Not Randy? No. Not That's Randall. my alter ego. So it's like Eminem versus Slim Shady. Oh, okay. <laughs> Does he have any songs where Eminem and Slim Shady are talking? Yes. Is he really? <laughs> yeah. It's his inner mind where he's just like, just kill him. So that, that's Slim Shady. <laughs> Wait, they're different people? Eminem is the good one, just the rapper, if you will. Then Slim Shady's the evil, corrupt one. He's the wife beater. That's what D12 is. <laughs> yeah. D12 is literally the personas of each one of them, whether they're the regular person versus their special one. So it's D12. There's 12 Wait, members. There's his evolved form? <laughs> yeah, basically. So there's, there's six people in D12, but... Oh my gosh, you just blew my mind. Shit. (laughs) Oh, that's why they're the dirty dozen. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so stupid. Damn. What's the big dude's name? (laughs) Bizarre. What's his other name? Uh, Fat. Fat Fat and Bizarre. I don't know the top of my head. What does the D stand for? Uh, Detroit? I probably dirty. I, I think it's dirty. Do- oh, it's the dirty dozen. Yeah, oh. is that what their name is? Like yeah, D twelve is the dirty, the dirty dozen. dozen. What okay. do you think came first? Like, do you think they came up with the dirty dozen name? They're like, wait, there's only six of us, or do you think that they all have alter egos? So they thought, oh, there's actually twelve of us. Maybe there were twelve in the beginning, and then they <laughs> lost six for some reason. You're like, I don't want to be part of this. I this think is stupid. From what I saw, and I kind of know, I think they had their names, and then they. They wanted to create a group, and then from there, they're like, we should do an alternative, like, stuff we shouldn't record and put out in the public, so we should make, like, an alter ego for, like, that's our bad side. (laughs) The right shoe side. (laughs) They're just a bunch of Pikachus. (laughs) Until you piss them off. Pikachu's a jerk, though. No, Pikachu's nice and sweet. Now, there's more than one Pikachu. What? <laughs> That's just the name of the creature, right? So there's like other Pikachu's. There's not just one Pikachu. There's just you just are you're saying the Pikachu that's with Ash is a jerk. Okay. So <laughs> yes. yes. But they're all they're all I feel Pokemon. like there's not more Pikachu's though because there are, you can find them in the wild. Yeah. Did they ever have another one in the show? How do you think you get Raichu's, bro? Pikachu never turns into a Raichu. He, he declines it. He does? It's like, yeah. do, 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 it's like do, fuck do, you. Do, do. Nah. I gotta I'm watch Detective enough. Pikachu now. <laughs> See what really goes on. I feel like that's Pokemon mixed with like Chinatown. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. But it's fine. Yeah. I watched it. I, I was watching the preview with a friend and, I, and she had seen it and I was jokingly like guessing what happened. And she's like, yeah, that is what happened. How'd yeah. you know? I was like, are you serious? That's that's the whole point of the movie. That's so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know. But I want to see it now. Video game adaptation movies aren't great, although the new Mortal Kombat looks fantastic. I mean, so. you obviously have you seen, seen the Mario one or Battleship? The John Leguizamo <laughs> Mario? Yeah. Oh, Hell I yeah. love that one. <laughs> that one Den- is so weird. Dennis Hopper as Koopa? Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Man, yep. those Koopa Troopas with the tiny little head. <laughs> <laughs> that's so not a great movie either <laughs> no that was like a notoriously bad movie but i remember when i was a young dumb kid i was like 
this movie's the best. Like, I saw so many shitty movies back then and thought they were awesome. Yeah. And looking back, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was a piece of shit movie. For some reason, I loved it. Like Brink? Stupid. Brink, I will stand by Brink. <laughs> Solid storyline. And but you name me a better the other inline one? skating movie. Is it Airborne? Is that the other one? That's one. Um, that's another skating movie where they have a giant downhill skate um, that was Brink. race. No, yeah, the, Brink. No, no, they have a different one. Well, they have a downhill skating. Well, skate how race many like skating movies can you do something? You, you you're probably going to come up with the same storyline over. And over again, <laughs> that's <so> true. <laughs> it's probably all. Yeah, it's basically the same story as Rad, the BMX movie, <laughs> just put into inline skating. But I mean. Does Airborne have suicide machines in the soundtrack? No. No. <laughs> exactly. One of them has, I want to say, like, Jack Black in it. Yeah, Airborne's the other one. Really? Yeah, Airborne came out in 1993. Oh, so that was pre-break. Yeah, like five years before it. Yeah, Damn. Airborne has Jack Black in it. A very young Jack Black and very young skating? Seth Green. Um, I believe so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Black's also in Waterworld. Really? Yeah, with Kevin Costner. He plays like one of like the uh I don't know, he's in an airplane and he dies. I just remember that. Just a random person. Yeah, just a background character. Huh. Yeah. I forgot that movie starts off with Kevin Costner drinking his pee. Oh yeah. Yeah. They need to start more movies like that. <laughs> <laughs> and what you they they had a scene shot where he's just laying on his back, just pissing into his mouth, but then they thought that was too much. <laughs> Is that like on the behind the scenes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, that, was, they're like, that was a blooper. He just did that himself. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean I have to filter it? <laughs> <laughs> they just caught him like doing that by his trailer. <laughs> I've seen Bear Grylls do it. I'm okay. <laughs> so you can't put that in the movie. <laughs> That's private, Kevin. <laughs> um, all right. So today is episode 40 of the podcast. Um, it's Devin's episode. The title of this mixtape, Devin, is... Hip hop tapas. Have you guys had tapas? No. I mean, yeah. I've had like tiny meals. <laughs> well, I don't know if that counts as tapas. Yeah. <laughs> I've eaten like five meals at once. Have you ever just ordered appetizers at a place? I think so, but with drinks. Oh, okay. It's kind of tapas, though. Yeah. Mm. Some potato skins, cream cheese wontons, mm. spring rolls. Mm spinach pakora <laughs> i've been places before and literally you go crazy off the appetizer menu and then you could see the servers like oh i'm gonna make a fat ass tip you're like no literally that's it i don't so, want a meal i just want a blooming onion yeah, yeah. <laughs> blooming onion for one please <laughs> <laughs> and a nacho and this and then like one drink they're like oh cool that's what applebee should have just embraced they should have just been like we only do apps that's oh it. yeah no like what is it uh i love tja fridays because they, they had great appetizers there, but then they went out of business. I never yeah. went in one, but I've had their frozen food. <laughs> I've never <laughs> been inside one before. Was yeah. the frozen food good? Yeah, it was I like see. potato skins. The live version of it is so much better. <laughs> live concert. <laughs> Maybe. You got me there, RJ. <laughs> yeah. Live food is so much better than frozen food. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's all about time. the experience, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, Devin, walk us through your thought process on this. So, I mean, this one's pretty simple. Basically, I just wanted to make a mixtape of the type of hip-hop that I enjoy and uh, kind of 
try to figure out what it is that makes these songs different than last week's. Mm, okay. You know? There's a lot. Yeah. And I I haven't really, like, put my finger on one specific thing mm-hmm. that differentiates these or, like, these artists from the other ones. But there's a few things that I've... I mean, one thing for sure is you've got two groups on here, so... Yes. <laughs> That's that, going to differentiate. changes a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited to get into this stuff. I'm really curious on two things. Uh, one is how you chose song selections. Mm. And then one particular artist on here, I, I'm excited for you to explain yourself on. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> because last week, uh, we, or when you did show the mix to us, I said I knew three out of the five. Turns out I knew four out of the five. Oh. Um, I just, um, in my hip-hop dive recently, when I saw the name, I didn't look familiar. And then when I heard it, the song, I was like, oh, I know who this is. And oh. then, yeah. Okay. Um, but I do have a new, interesting, fun game to start adding to these podcasts. Oh, okay. All right. So, Is it tic-tac-toe? No. <laughs> is, it, is it guess what number I'm thinking of? Yes. <laughs> seven. Nope, there's uh, three digits. <laughs> seven, seven, seven. <laughs> um, all right, so RJ, you're going to have to think about this. And Devin, you're going to be the first one to be put on the spot with this because Ooh. going forward, it'll be the expectation to have to figure this out. All right. But uh, RJ, think about this without telling us, right? Okay. What is your favorite song? Mm-hmm. What is your least favorite song? Mm-hmm. And who is your favorite artist? Mm-hmm. And Devin is going to have to guess that for both of us right now. Oh, before we okay. even get into the songs, okay. Before he can even like have an idea of what we might like, he has to just kind of go blind, be like, "Okay, I think this okay. is RJ's favorite artist, least or favorite song, least favorite song, favorite artist, and then same for me, Devin." Okay. You ready? Yes. Uh, let's see. Favorite song for RJ. Oh, I'm going to say <laughs> number... I'm going to say number five. Ooh, okay. Least favorite. Mm. Least favorite's four. And for RJ. Who do you think is his favorite artist? Favorite artist, probably five. Ooh, so double fives. Double fives. Okay. Now for me. Now for you, I'm going to say favorite three. Okay. Least favorite. Ooh, it's between one and two. I'm going to say two. Okay. And favorite artist might be four. Okay. So uh, favorite song three, least favorite song two. Two. And favorite, favorite artist, artist four. four. Yeah. I don't know if you want me to name these. No, not or, yet. Okay. Okay. And then RJ is 545. Four, 545. Four, I'm 324. Four. 324. Okay. Yeah. You got that, RJ? Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm excited. Write this down. <laughs> uh, all right. So starting off with track number one off of Hip Hop Tapas. Tapas? 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 I don't know. Um, it ain't easy. It ain't easy. Featuring Flatbush Zombie, Nick Caution, Kirk Knight, CJ Fly, and AK. And? 
Joey and, Badass. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then <laughs> um, performed by Beast Coast. We'll just say that, you know. Yeah, they um, could have just left it at that. <laughs> off the album Escape from New York, which came out in 2019. This is track number one off the album, coming in at three minutes and 40 seconds. Uh, Beast Coast is an American hip-hop collective and supergroup from Brooklyn, New York, formed in 2012 by members of Pro Era, Flatbush Zombies, and The Underachievers. The collective has been on multiple tours together, and their debut group album Escape from New York was released in 2019. Uh, Beast Coast was formed in 2012, but their relationship with the group members date back to the time growing up together in Brooklyn. Oh, man, I need to sneeze real bad. <laughs> Peace be with you, my son. <laughs> uh, the co-founder of Pro Era, Capital Steez, died by suicide in December 2012, followed by the de- death of Aesop Yam- Yams in 2015. Um, in 2019, the supergroup released three singles ahead of their debut album, Escape from New York. Um, Sheldon Pierce of Pitchfork said Escape from New York turns its title into a metaphor. Beast Coast's attempt to move beyond the boundaries of or beyond the boundaries established by the hollowed ground of their home, finding a deeper inspiration and brotherhood. They also wrote songs like Snow in the Stadium and Desperado show that the group is in fact capable of producing not just functional but enjoyable rap songs. Hmm. Yeah. So how did you come to Beast Coast? So, um, I wanted to put either Flatbush Zombies, Joey Badass, Underachievers, or Pro Era on the mixtape. But uh, Pro Era would have been my first choice. They aren't on Spotify. They only do, like, real mixtapes. And Flatbush Zombies and Underachievers I both really like. But I... There's something about this album... Uh, that was a little bit different than those, and I thought it fit the songs better than just the normal like Flatbush Zombies song. Because mm-hmm. uh, Flatbush Zombies and Underachievers are kind of more like jazzy influenced. Yeah, but... it's probably uh, more experimental. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and then they have another group, Clockwork Indigo, that mm-hmm. I really like. Mm-hmm. That is like, I, th- I think it's a mix of both of them, and uh, or both those groups, and that one is like. Very much more experimental. Like, it doesn't sound like East Coast hip hop at all, or like '90s hip hop. Like, it's just their own thing. Yeah. So it's some groups that I really like, just kind of put together. And I think this was the opening track on their album. Correct. And I just like the way it opens up. Yeah. Yeah. RJ, had you heard of Beast Coast before? I think I've heard the name. I couldn't put a finger on them. Mm-hmm. Yet again, it's thousands of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so I was excited to see them on here. So for some reason on Spotify, when I was doing my hip hop dive, when I was listening to Domo Genesis, I went from Domo Genesis to Flatbush or Zombies to Beast Coast. That was my diagram to how I got here. (laughs) I don't know why Flatbush shows up on Domo other than like Domo does use a little bit more of a jazz influence. Same with Flatbush. Um, but I was happy to see them on here. Now I am curious, just, you just like this song? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I liked it. I, I liked it more for an opening track. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, the, there are other songs. I think Desperado was on this album too. That, yeah. That you mentioned. And I thought about putting that one on there. Um, cause I think I like it a little bit better, but this one just, it, it opened up better than the other ones. 
something I noticed with a lot of these hip hop songs is the intros and outros are not just standard intros and outros. Like there's always some shit going on. Yeah. For the most part, you know, there's some like, you know, changing like a radio station or like static or some shit that they add in. Like there's not just a straightforward like intro, mm-hmm. you know, like for the most part, yeah. some of them have it, but a lot of these, uh, these like super groups like this just have like a lot of shit going on. Yeah, I might even argue that when it comes to a lot of East Coast rappers, that's how their albums are kind of formulated. Yeah. It, they kind of, to me, a lot of the New York guys, a lot of their albums are like albums. Yeah. And they're not just like, here's a song, here's a song. Yeah. Here's a song. So Drake does that too with um yeah with like an intro to the album. Yeah, which, exactly. You know, it seems like an exclusively hip-hop rap thing. Mm-hmm. Not everybody does it. But yeah, yeah uh, I think uh was it Meek Mill mm-hmm. last week had like twenty songs on his album and there's like some interludes and stuff. Oh yeah, it's kind of all over the place. It's crazy that people still do that. Yeah. But you know, I guess it works. Whatever. Like Common has uh, I think for his album B, it's just like it's just a song before he even comes in and starts rapping. So it's literally it's just do 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 Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't even have anything to do with and he's just next song. plays it and then it goes, so it goes, the goes into song. go, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. Like what Kendrick did on uh, To Pimp a Butterfly was interesting. How at the end of each song... Like, it has that quote. That, yeah, it's like yeah. a piece of the poem that keeps on continuing. Like I like that. That's why I like Damn so much. Because Damn, for like a hip-hop album... Yeah. It's one of the few that really feels conceptual. Yeah. Like, it really feels like he's trying to do something artistic, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, so I had listened to this album before. I okay. really, really love this album. Um, I would argue that there is at least five other songs that are better than this song on this album. Yeah. Um, I'd probably argue that this song is... <sighs> RJ, did you listen to this album at all? I have not. This song is to me is like not a representation of the album because like if you listen to it maybe like three or four songs in there's a very consistent sound through the rest of it that sounds a little bit more like I would say ASAP Mob or Future stuff. Um, it's a little bit more, uh, I guess, mainstream like hip hop. Down tempo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas like the beginning of it does have a little bit more of an upbeat thing to it. Yeah. Um, and then the further that you go into it, the more and more it sounds like it's almost feels like they're, they've found their sound a little bit more because mm. they have yeah. it, the later songs of the album have a very consistent pop element to them. And these ones, like especially this song at the beginning uh, does sound like an old, like even has aspects of a tropical quest to me in it. Yes, yeah. like an updated version of it yeah. or something. Um, I wonder how much of the songwriting comes down to one person like for this group. Because mm. Joey Badass is like the biggest member of the group. Yeah. And it's not really... I mean, there's some albums that he has um, more recently that changed their style a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not like this album at all, but it doesn't really sound like his style. So I wonder if it's a, a mix of people. Yeah, maybe. That, that really like take on a song at a time. Yeah. Or maybe they collaborate all together. 
Yeah, this yeah. song, I would probably argue, like, at least the first three songs sound like Joey Badass songs. And then the later yeah. songs kind of sound like something else. Like, yeah. it, it sounds like, I would say, Beast Coast at that point, which is hmm. interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I I love this album. I love this song. It's great. Um, RJ, how did you feel towards it? I, I liked it as an intro. Um, I was kind of, I didn't know who was who on here. Yeah. And kind of just going <laughs> into it, I'm like, all right, cool. It's like three people. Wait. Nope. All right. So the other Cheevers <laughs> is a duo because yeah. I know of them. Yeah. And Pro Era, I was like, who are they? So I look into Pro it. And I was like, like, oh, you're eight another eight people. people. <laughs> so I was like, okay, there's just a lot of people. So I don't know who's who with their voice, but I did enjoy the track. I like the beat. I like the up tempo compared to the rest of the album. As you stated, I don't know how that would compare. I mean, yeah. I just got to hear it. Um, but I enjoyed it. I liked it. Yeah. It's almost like the the rest of the album, it does like have some pop elements to it, but it actually gets weirder. If that makes any sense, you mean like, like Devin, yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah. not weirder that like because this song is not weird or as weird as the other songs because it sounds so nostalgic, just the whole thing does to me. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other ones, they sound like so unique to them, like they're actually like trying to push some type of boundaries of what they're trying to do, which yeah. makes sense in that quote that I pulled up from Pitchfork. Yeah. That's saying that they're capable of producing not just functional but enjoyable rap songs. So like they're it to me it does like later on in the album they get more they kind of find their own groove for some reason. Hmm. I don't know why. Have you heard of that album Clockwork Indigo? Uh no, I haven't listened to that one. I'd be curious to see what you think of that because it's not the, it's not the same style as this, but mm-hmm. it has a different feel to it in a similar way. Uh it has like it starts off Kind of sounding like Flatbush Zombies for the most part, yeah. and then makes like a, a semi-experimental change. Like I don't want to call it like experimental, like Death Grips is. Yeah, but it's not just standard East Coast hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like from from what the lyrics are for a lot of like Flatbush songs, like these guys are just really into acid and mushrooms. Yeah, <laughs> so it, it shows on that album most of all. Where yeah. it's like, uh, yeah, that's they're trying something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so moving on from Beast Coast, we've got track number two here. We've got uh, Black Balloons by Denzel Curry off of uh, Taboo. Uh, it's track number two off that album, track number two on the mixtape, uh, coming at three minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, Denzel Curry, American rapper, songwriter, composer, raised in Florida. Curry stated rapping while in sixth grade, began working on his first mixtape in 2011 when he was attending school. Influenced by underground Florida rappers as Space Goes Perp, the mixtape later featured on Perp's social media, giving Curry local attention and resulting in Curry joining Perp's hip-hop collective, Raider Clan. Uh, Curry left Raider Clan in 2013, releasing his debut studio album, Nostalgic 2064. Uh, in September of that year, while in high school, he has gone to release four more projects, uh, 32 Zell, Planet Shrooms uh, in 2015, Imperial in 2016. Um, this album... Uh, in 2018, which debuted at number 28 on the Billboard 200, and his fourth studio album, Zoo, was released in 2019 as a collaborative project with Kenny Beats. Unlocked was released on 2020. Um, Taboo is the third album from him, released in 2018. Taboo was supported by five singles: Sumo, Perks, Clout, Cobain, or Cobain, Vengeance, and Black Balloons. Um, the album received widespread acclaim from critics. Uh, Marshall Goo 
of pretty much amazing wrote ultimately easily one of the most simultaneously hardest and atmospheric hip-hop albums of the year in a review for hip-hop dx justin ivy praised the songwriting curry has constructed a project that plays to the sonic structures of the era without sacrificing meaningful content in doing so taboo is the culmination of his promise and talent resulting in curry's magnum opus um, all right, so when I saw Denzel Curry on here, I was a little perplexed as to why Devin likes him. Really? Yes, because oh. he, he, I don't know how, uh, I'm curious how, how deep you go with Denzel. Oh, so deep. Okay. So uh, this this album and maybe Imperial, actually I think it's Unlocked are on my, like, Spotify's end-of-the-year list for the past, like, three years. Really? Not not Unlocked, but um, yeah. basically anything Denzel Curry. There's, like, multiple songs. Like, he's the one that I listen to the most out of all of these guys. That's so funny because he, he is so pop culture heavy that I wouldn't think that you would like him as much. Oh. Because he, I mean, he, he can't not rap about anime and video games. Yes, yeah. <laughs> That's why when I and he has a very similar style to a lot of uh the emo rappers. Very very similar style. Hmm. So that's why when I saw him on here I was like I didn't think Devin liked him. That might be what I like about him. That might be what I'm looking for from those emo rappers. Yeah. You know, cuz there's some stuff that I I like I, I think I was saying that about Young Thug like conceptually I like what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But in practice I didn't I don't like a lot of his stuff. So like this, the theory behind what these guys are trying to do, I like for the most part. And I think that's what I picked up on with Denzel Curry. Originally, I listened to nostalgia 64 and which isn't on Spotify, unfortunately, but it's so good. And something about like the way he raps, like is super interesting to me. Um, like his, his delivery is really cool. And he did this album with bad, bad, not good. That was awesome. Yeah. Or short like EP, um, but yeah, he's just like super talented altogether, and a unique voice that catches my attention as opposed to like people that really like blend in. Yeah, you know, like Arjo was saying with Beast Coast, it's like I don't know who any of these people are. Like, <laughs> yeah, I might be able to pick out Joey Badass, but even him, like he kind of blends in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. What's funny is listening because I've I think I've listened to three or four of Denzel's albums. And this one I actually find that I like the least. Mm. Um, almost that I don't know what it is about Imperial and Zoo. Like I like those ones a lot, yeah. Especially Imperial, and I don't know if it's yeah. because he was just a little bit younger, and I don't know if it's he's doing more experimental things or what. Taboo definitely has like a consistent sound throughout all of it. Yeah. Um, whereas like Imperial, it's pretty short that album. I don't think it's very long, but it's pretty tight beginning to end for me yeah it, it's a lot harder yeah um this one well this is the only song i i can find one other song and it's on imperial that is somewhat similar to this song but like jazzy soft kind of yeah every other yeah. one of his songs is not like that yeah no, he's got like a hard <laughs> edge to him yeah there's some on zoo that are kind of uh similar like that was a jazzier jazzier album for the most part yeah, maybe compared to his other stuff, but it's yeah. really not jazz influenced hip hop, right? You know, yeah. But I think that is what I like about him is you can find elements of good '90s hip hop 
like throughout what he does. Mm. Like the beats are kind of spacier, even on like the hard songs, but it's kind of versions of stuff that has been done before, but like uh, updated and made interesting. Like done yeah. well. He definitely does sound like a lot of other people, but very unique to himself. I don't know if that makes sense. Like he, yes. like you can kind of hear influences of a lot of different people, yeah. but as soon as you hear like a song from him, you're like, okay, that's Denzel Curry. Cause he's so yes. unique with his delivery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talking about cum and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It has a song on, I think it's on Imperial where it's like, it's talking about cum on a couch or something like that. Like semen on a couch. I think it was like the verbiage that he uses. Oh yeah. Come on a couch. That's <laughs> yeah. um, RJ, what's your relationship with Denzel Curry? Um, I think I've heard stuff by him, but I think a majority of it was just Devin listening to it. Mm, yeah. Oh, you know what we should do for RJ this week? Um, what was the the donk level of the song in your car, in the, the previous <laughs> song as well? Like, the was it shaking? Level. Was it shaking the uh, license plate frame? I can't imagine it was. Uh, n- not really. Yeah. No? Okay. Yeah, no. First song. I can't I imagine my license plate. I don't cover think any of these songs really hit uh, hit the bass in this car. West Coast is more hell yeah eight oh eight. Yeah. Um, East Coast is more of just like a sampling of dude. Yep, that's true. So it's like I have my thuds, but I don't really have the 808s like uh, drawn out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So how do you feel towards the song? So yeah, um, I have nothing against him. I, I enjoy this. I knew this is like, oh, I've heard the song before many times with Devin just in the garage. Yeah. And I'm like, I hear it. I like that song. It's the catchy one. Um. I don't know how many other songs I've heard. I'm sure you could play his like his album, and I'd be like, oh, I've heard that one. I've heard that one too. Um, this I enjoyed be, it. This might be the catchiest song I've ever heard from him. Yeah, yeah. it definitely like has like a memorable hook. Yeah, it is quite you know quite catchy. Yeah, for uh, from what I've heard from his, you know, he's unique. Yeah, um, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it's funny because he's like he's well known, but he'll never be super famous. If that makes sense. He yeah. needs an alter ego. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He needs his slim. He needs to find his inner slim. They need shady. to do a D14. He's like, I'm the new member. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I would say probably like Vince Staples is probably similar where it's like he has a very unique delivery, very consistent on his albums, famous, but he'll never, I don't know if he'll ever be like huge type of a deal. Yeah. 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 He's. He's not mainstream enough in yeah. his sound, yeah, to really make it. Yeah, um, he did. Uh, he did a Rage Against the Machine cover, that was awesome, and he did. I I want to say like a Bad Brains cover or something. Oh, that's cool. Like he did some unique covers where I was like, oh, okay. He's like he's influenced by other stuff, which is why he sounds different, and which is why he won't be, you know, yeah. And he's from Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Flor- yeah. Florida rap is uh, not something I usually like. Call that gator rap. Gator rap. Yeah. <laughs> not into that gator rap. <laughs> um, all right. So moving on here, we've got track number three. We've got Slick Talk by J.I.D. off of DiCaprio 2. 
Uh, track number two off that album, coming at four minutes and 29 seconds, uh, Dustin Choice Root, Root uh, better known as stage name J.I.D., American rapper, singer, songwriter, is part of the musical collective uh, founded by Earth Gang in 2010. Um, J.I.D. began gaining recognition after releasing several independent projects, such as Root of Evil, Par 2, and DiCaprio in 2015. His debut studio album, The Never Story, was released in 2017 to public praise, including the single Never. Um, he released uh, his second album, DiCaprio 2, in 2018. Um, DiCaprio 2, second album, blah, blah, blah. The album features guest appearances from uh, Lack. I don't know. Slack? Six Lack. It's, it's, <laughs> it's pronounced black. Oh, okay. No, cool. it's Six Lack. <laughs> I hate it when they do this stuff. I know it's so whole, frustrating to me. That whole album "Taboo" by uh, yeah Denzel Curry, like every song is like that. Like it has an alternate title yeah. right next to it. It's I, so frustrating. I didn't like that. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, six lakhs. Is that Ferg, BJ, the Chicago Kid, LMA, uh, J Cole, Joey Badass, and Meth Man? Um, uh, the album explores a variety of topics, including competition, loyalty, criticism, depression, drug abuse, and women's empowerment. It also touches on other topics, such as gang violence, African-American culture, and love. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, last week, uh, I didn't realize when I saw J.I.D., I was just like, it's just like one of those things that it. I just didn't, I was just like, I don't know who that is. But then yeah. when I, as soon as I heard him, I was like, I know who this is. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, so I was happy to hear him on here. Um, but how'd you come to JID? Oh, uh, I want to say like a, a YouTube music reviewer that I, either that or Pitchfork, mm. just kind of scanning through one day. Um, yeah. There's a guy that I watch on YouTube that I really like his opinion. So if he rates something really good, I'll usually check it out. And, uh, yeah, this album got good reviews, so I got into this album, and I hadn't really listened to too much else by him besides this uh, Spillage Village album mm-hmm. with uh, Earth Gang, J.I.D. Like, it's kind of like a collective album, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I found the DiCaprio 2 album, and I was like, eh, I like this guy. Like, it's um, not what I'm used to listening to, but it's similar. I think I was listening to Chance the Rapper at the time. Mm-hmm which it kind of is the connecting piece between that and the East coast. Uh, where's he from chance? Yeah. Chicago. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Chicago. Um, yeah, I don't mind this album. The never story is fantastic. Oh, really? Yeah. That album, I would argue the majority of that album is better than this album. Ooh. I, and I don't mind this album. I think there's a lot of good songs on here. I just think that the Never Story has a little bit more of like an older East Coast sound mm. um, than DiCaprio too. It seems like he's not being more experimental, but he's definitely doing different things um, to get away from like a more classic sound yeah. to East Coast hip hop. Um, so, but yeah, I dig this. I gotta check that one out. I haven't heard that one. Yeah, the Never Story it came out before, also. Yeah. yeah. Um. RJ, do you, what's your relationship with him? So I saw the name and I'm like, I know this artist. Don't know who, like, why. Then going into it, I'm a big J. Cole 
mm-hmm. listener, and then he just came onto the playlist before, and I was like, oh, that's how they're linked together. Yeah. Uh, I like J. Cole a lot, but um, I've heard him. First, I had an issue with the song. Um, <laughs> Is it because it completely changes its sound? <laughs> that's why I put it in the middle. No, yeah. It's, it's, his, it's his voice that got me first. Just the high-pitched side yeah, of it? Yeah. Kind of like a little Wayne but with the then, deeper voice? Okay, okay, go with me. Right. <laughs> so then I had it on a headphone, and I was listening with one headphone in, and I was just like, no, it sounds like Little Wayne. I think that's why I don't like it. But then I just started listening, not to necessarily like what he was saying, but just like the melody of going over everything. And I was like, I can see Kendrick in this. Because he would mm, go like fast yeah. in parts, slow in parts, talk in parts, and I'm like, all right, so we'll listen to it again. So I put two headphones in, and I'm like, I don't hate you. I appreciate for who you are, and yeah. I accept you. And then I listened to it again. I was like, yeah, I don't hate this. I enjoyed it. That's the, the funny. The first probably five times I listened to it, I was like, why is this? No, I don't like this song. You just immediately repel from Lil Wayne. And Easy. I get it. I do the same thing, and I, I need to open up to him. I will one day. That, that's funny. I didn't, yeah, I don't, I didn't draw a comparison between him and Kendrick. He sounds so East Coast to me, just his tone of voice. Because, like, I don't know, like, how many East Coast, like, rappers had Have you this... listened with one headphone? <laughs> no. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know what it, like, his voice just sounds normal for the East Coast to me. <laughs> because the West Coast, they have so much deeper, like, I don't want to say, like, they have deeper voices. But <laughs> West Coast <laughs> Hip Hop has a lot of voices that are more aggressive, maybe. I don't know hmm. if that's accurate. I don't know. I think it's a mix. I think we're picking out the iconic voices. Yeah, that's what I'm the, talking about. Yeah. Um, uh, I do see the similarity to Kendrick in in the voice, in the way that he delivers his voice. But, I mean, even, like, parts of the song, too, like, there'll be, like, a slower part than at the end. He kind of goes quicker, then it kind of slows it down again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, Kendrick's maybe, all over Kendrick's, the place. It, like, Kendrick yeah. is like jazz compared to this being like bossa nova. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like this well, is organized. And Kendrick exactly. is like, Kendrick yeah, is like on the offbeat. Like, yeah, for sure. But he'll go fast. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, between the two of them, that's so distinct is like their lyrics. Because I like JID's lyrics. They're nothing like Kendrick's. Yeah. And I think I pay attention to both of their words more than their delivery if that makes sense mm, yeah i don't know why that is but yeah certain artists uh i don't care about listening to the lyrics because their delivery is so interesting mm-hmm. and then there's certain artists like kendrick forces me to listen to the lyrics for some reason and i enjoy his delivery too yeah but there's something about the way he presents it that i'm like yeah i, I need to hear what he's saying <laughs> yeah whereas a lot of other people i'm like yeah this sounds cool <laughs> that's why that's why damn was so interesting because that whole album was just it just sounded cool like it's just it sounds nice to listen to you don't need to care about the lyrics but you also do focus on the lyrics you know yeah right yeah and the never story he has a uh jd has a song called ed ned Nettie. that's really good if you're a fan of the ed ned Nettie cartoon i saw um, that uh six lakh was on that album as well yeah six lakh <laughs> <laughs> why did they do that I don't know. What's, I don't know. You could just be called Black. Uh, yeah. But, I, I don't think there's uh, any rapper named Black. <laughs> nah, there Actually, no, it was something else. Hmm. Uh, there is another 
uh, oh, I forgot his name, but it's something like black, but it's like B space, L space, oh. A space. <laughs> like it has to be stylized like that. Dollar sign, dollar sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So moving on from JID, we've got Oh Shit by Injury oh, Reserve shoot. off the album Floss. Uh, it's the opening track off that album, coming out four minutes and 16 seconds. Um, Injury Reserve is an American hip-hop group formed in 2013 from Tempe, Arizona. Uh, Steppa Groggs, known as Jordan Groggs. Richie with a T, Nathaniel Richie. <laughs> uh, in 2015, the group self-released live uh, from the dentist's office. Oh, their producer, Parker Corey, too. Uh, their 11-track debut project with features from Chuck English, Curtis Williams, Glass Popcorn, and Demi Hughes. Don't know any of those people. Uh, the mixtape was released through multiple digital platforms such as SoundCloud, iTunes, Tidal, and Spotify. The project was later commercialized in physical copies through Injury Reserve's online store. Uh, Floss is the third mixtape from them, uh, released in 2016. The mixtape features guest appearances from... Cakes Da Killer and Vic Mencia. Vic Mensa. Vic Mensa. Yeah. Uh, the music video for Oh Shit was released in 2016. The second music video for All This Money was released in 2016. Um, so, how'd you come to Injury Reserve? Uh, this was an autoplay one, actually, kind of recently. Mm. Um, I heard the song S on Your Chest, mm-hmm. and I really like that song. Um, for some reason, I decided to put this one on here. I liked it. <laughs> it's different than a lot of their other, Did other you stuff. Regret putting it on here? Kind of, but <laughs> I kind of like. I like the. I like the feel of the song. Like I like the lyrics of it too, but it's more like. Can you explain to me some of the lyrics? I think it's like a parody of not a parody, <laughs> but like, like they're making like a hyphy song, but it's not. Uh, they're not a hyphy group <laughs> you know like these guys they don't seem to be like that serious they have another song called jailbreak your tesla mm-hmm. and oh that's this group you yeah about. yeah that's right and they're not like what is dad I don't know what rap? they are is can this you, dad rap can you explain to me what dad rap is i mean is that like sugar hill gang <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. Yeah, I mean, this album came out in 2016, so I, I, I yeah, I don't know. I think I, they just came out with an album recently too. Yeah, what I don't know what spaz rap is. Oh, spaz rap, yeah, um, or, or dad rap or jazz rap because they name all three in the song. I mean, I know what jazz rap is. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, spaz rap is. Uh, I there are other stuff. Did you listen to any other other stuff? Oh, I did. Okay, so <laughs> I feel like that makes sense a little bit more listening to the other stuff. Um, I don't know about dad rap though. <laughs> yeah, what what would you? What other band or what other group or person would you say is spaz rap? Uh, bus driver. <laughs> okay, that's very spazzy. Yeah, spaz rap. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, fuck! What's his other name? Or maybe older Childish Gambino stuff, like Camp, uh, yeah. or oh, okay. the internet one. Yeah, you know, okay, can't stand it's not, that stuff. It's not like it's like a like hipster rap kind of. 
I don't want to classify it as hipster, hipster rap because that yeah, sounds... Yeah, don't, don't try to... Because no. then it gets into a gray <laughs> area with Lil Dicky. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's just... <laughs> that's it. He's Weird Al. Lil Dicky is just Weird Al. No, he's hip-hop. He's great. He's great. Like, he's really good at what he does, and I enjoy him. Yeah. <laughs> but it's he's Weird Al. <laughs> um, RJ, what's your relationship with them? JPEG Mafia, that's the other one. Don't yeah. know who that is. Spaz rap. So I don't know who this is. I literally was playing this at my work, and one of the girls ran to the back. She's like, "You listen to you listen to the injury reserve." I'm like, right, "Yeah, it's on the mixtape." <laughs> what did she's she like? That's so now. cool. And what I'm like, does she That's look cool. like? Um, she worked at Vans before getting a job at work. Ooh, okay, okay, that makes <laughs> okay. sense. It sounds like a song that they would yeah. play at. Zoomies <laughs> or and she snowboards every day that she's Ooh, off. Of work. Okay, hell yeah! You just nailed it on the head. I mean, I don't like the song, Devin. <laughs> okay, okay. You said that this. Oh, I said a- this would be your favorite. <laughs> you you said, is, yep, <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I can't stand the song because really, I don't, okay. I don't, I don't enjoy them trying to be clever. I don't enjoy it. Mm, okay. It's mm. like, cause it, cause like you explained, it's like them trying to do a hyphy song, but they're like making fun, but they're not. At yeah. The same time, I'm just like, I don't like it. <laughs> it like hipster rap kind of makes sense though. Right. I, I guess. I don't know. I hipster just don't like it. Hop? I just don't like that. It sounds cause they're like a song from 06. I'm just yeah. like, this is, I hate that. Hip hop. I hate all that hip hop. So why would I? Oh yeah, no. Enjoy a song of them trying to do a version of it, but making fun of it. I mean, besides the game. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't like his older stuff. He's the only one from 06 that we can accept. Well, if he's, I mean, I don't like actually. Any I haven't of that even heard from his, then. Yeah, I haven't yeah. heard his 06 stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. I, don't like I think the earliest I liked was like 2012 from him. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to venture further into the woods. Yeah, I only like the last 30 seconds of the song. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you're, do you know what I'm saying? But the last 30 seconds sounds completely different than the rest of the song. And it sounds <sighs> somewhat like a modern hip hop song. Okay. So I liked it. <laughs> Did you, that so, auto tune part? Yeah, exactly. The other <laughs> stuff on the, or the other stuff you listened to by them, was it on this album? I tried some stuff off this album. I okay. didn't like it. I tried. And did you try the newest one? I did try the newest one and found some hidden gems. I had to dig deep, though. Yeah. That <laughs> one is a lot different yes. than this one. But yeah. the So the S on your chest song, that's the one that got me into the, this group um, because it sounds like East Coast hip-hop. And yeah. then I found out they're from Arizona, and I was like, that. <laughs> it's confusing. Yeah. But then I listened to the rest of it. I was like, yeah, okay, this is Arizona hip-hop, I guess. It's, I, a, it's a new coast. Yeah. I don't, I, I it gets don't know. warm there. I don't know why it's so sad. And I don't even know if he like if he's the producer. I don't know how it gets formulated. But as soon as I heard the song, because I hadn't heard of them before, as soon as I heard the song, I was like, is there a white guy in here? Because there's yeah. just something. I don't even know if he's one of the guys rapping. I don't know if he's just a producer. Like, I don't know which one he is. But yeah. I could just tell in the music, being like, I don't know, like <laughs> I think he's the one that died. Oh, there's one of them that died. So, yeah, and I can't remember when. That makes it real. I'm going to look it up. But uh, one of them died, and then that newer album is completely different. So uh, maybe if the white guy died. Anymore? 
Maybe. Well, yeah. It might not be the white guy, though. <laughs> but one of them died. And then there was a change in the music. Yeah. I don't know why it's so distinct to me. Like, just there's just something, delivery. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. It's just I can smell it. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like I just wanted more Macklemore or something. M and M's. Ah, yes. Atmosphere come my way again. Oh no, it wasn't the white guy. Oh, yeah. The white guy's name is Parker Corey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's his rap name? It's Parker Corey. Actually, it's T Parker Corey. There it is. Yeah. Again. Oh, that's Richie. Oh no, it's not Richie with a T. That's M and M deserves more praise. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> No way. Um, all right. Uh, wait. Archie, did you say if you like the song or not? I have not. Oh, okay. How do you feel towards it? So the first time I heard this, I was like, all right, it's your little, like, upbeat, you know, weed as shit song. Like, a little John could have been on this. Yeah. But then I listened to it over <laughs> and over again. And I was like, all right, this is my fucking jam. I Ooh. absolutely love it. It's fantastic. Oh, don't I give was it like, RJ. <laughs> I, I, was, I said this was going to be his least favorite. I was yeah, like, mind did. you, uh, literally, mind, re- re- ready, ready, see this? Hmm. The Marshall Mathers LP came out by Eminem. <laughs> and they're like, your, your whole theme is too dark. You need something to make people want to listen to you. This whole album's dark. And he's like, all right, give me like an hour. Literally put an hour in and he made the real Slim Shady. Like, hi. Or not the hi, man. The, the real Slim Shady, please stand up. So he threw that on there and then, you know, of course, sold billions of albums. But literally the whole album was just dark. So you need this song to be the, this is the new jam. This is the good song. This is the, the hit. So I picture them because I haven't listened to the rest of them. But I was just like, maybe this is the song to get people sucked in. This is their hit. This is their banger. I think that's the idea. Behind <laughs> I was like, I appreciate yeah. it. Eminem did it. You know, the real Slim Shady, Marshall Mathers. Uh, yeah, I just don't Ooh. like fun rap. I don't like him anymore. Let's take it off. <laughs> I, I thought Eminem, and I'm like, oh, I, have to, I, have to I let, don't let like know. it. I don't like it at all. Everything comes back to Eminem. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what's your favorite peanuts. Eminem? I like the peanut ones. Um, peanut butter. The peanut butter, the pretzel ones are pretty banger. I really like pretzel pretzel. ones. There's pretzel. I'm not a pretzel fan. It's only pretzels and chocolate that I like. Although a good soft pretzel with some mustard. Okay, I do like that. (laughs) Pretzel nacho cheese. A pretzel bun. No. What? No, it's too chewy. It's too much. Oh, it's so good. I love pretzel buns. It takes away from what's inside of the bun. I don't care. It's so much work. <laughs> I'd rather have a mozzarella cheese stick. It's like, I can chew. It's like, uh, like really good sourdough. Oh, sorry. I'm referring to the a pretzel bun on a burger. Oh, okay. Not just a eating a pretzel softer, bun. Right? <laughs> sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've had it on like a sandwich before. No, I did have it on a burger, and it was too hard to eat the burger because you have to chew it so hard, and the meat comes out. And it's just a whole mess. I don't like it. <laughs> Not about it. Yeah. Never again. Um, all right, so moving on, we've got uh, the last song on the mixtape. We've got uh, Jesus View uh, by Joey Badass off Before the Money, which you would not know that from the title of the album. Wait. I mean, you might if you're good what? at that stuff. The, Before the, the Money? Before the Money. Because the album is B4 dot, duh, dot, dollar sign, dollar sign. 
Oh, it's badass. <laughs> the album's called Badass. <laughs> but it's pronounced before duh, money. She. <laughs> That's deep. Damn. Good job, okay. Joe. Yeah. Um, Joe Vaughn, Virginie. Virginie? Scott? Virginie? Virginie. That's a- Virginie. <laughs> I think it's pronounced <laughs> vagina. Yeah, that's true. No. Uh, better known as Joey Badass, American rapper, singer, songwriter, producer, actor, native to Brooklyn, New York. He is the founding member of the hip hop collective Pro Era, uh, with whom he has released three mixtapes. Um, Joey Badass released his debut mixtape 1999 and 2012 to critical acclaim. Um, before the Money, his debut studio album. Uh, released in 2015, his 20th birthday by Cinematic Music Group and Relentless Records. Um, the album debuted at number five on the Billboard 200. Uh, before the money, um, wait, hold on. Joey Badass announced on March 4th, 2015, Joey Badass announced on Instagram that the sales for his album had surpassed 120,000 copies. To date, the album has sold. Over two hundred twenty-seven thousand units, pretty good. Hmm. Um, so how how'd you come to Mister Badass? Oh, uh, I think it was around when 1999 came out. It was mm-hmm. uh, that year I started listening to a lot of these uh, East Coast hip hop guys. Uh, I think there was somebody at my work that was listening to him, and I didn't like it at first. And then he kept on playing it, and I was like, okay, I like this stuff. So what's this? kind of got me interested in hip-hop again uh this was one of the first ones that i heard where i was like okay like i can i can get on board with this but he used to tell me the name joey badass and i couldn't remember it and i used to call him jimmy kickass <laughs> <laughs> and i like that name a lot better that could be your rap name i could be jimmy kickass <laughs> i said hip hop the hippie to the hippie hip hop you don't stop the rocket you don't stop the rocket just the whitest rapper. <laughs> Jimmy Kickass. Uh-huh. With two dollar signs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a good song. I would say that 1999 is way better than this album. Um, yeah. I like this close. album. I think this album is good. 1999, yeah. though, like I, I could pick like at least six songs from that album. Uh, yeah that are better than this song but it's hard the, so listen listening to him i don't know rj if you've listened to his albums before it is so hard to pick a single song from one of his albums yeah. because of the way that they enter and exit like they're they smoothly go into each other so nicely that it, it's really hard to find one that works well yeah yeah. See, I've heard a lot, but it's like I haven't listened to their album. Which I've heard from what Devin listens to, and they play it at my work all the time. So it's just you know this song or all the other hits kind of just mingled into one. Yeah, I, I was going to put Paper Trails from Ooh. this album. I would argue that is a banger. I love that song. It's yeah. my favorite song in the album. But I like like uh, me. I mean, that's that's the song. Out of anything on this album, I would have chose like me. I like that song. Well, I. This is the only one that had a gunshot in it, and I wanted to scare RJ. <laughs> yeah. So I had to put it on there. Yeah, this song's kind of interesting because it it's like it doesn't do anything special, I guess, if that makes sense. Like yeah. it's very consistent. Where he has other songs that like have either really good chorus or really good hook in it. Yeah. 
And this song's just kind of consistent throughout all of it. It's no frills. It's yeah. Just, this is this is Joby Badass without, <laughs> all the, without all the tricks. Yeah. Summer it's Nights is also good, really good. I like that one as, as I well. I like a few. I like like half of it. Yeah. Um. It's a yeah. It's a lot. I think that one's produced by Kirk Knight, and it's mm. uh, a little bit different in feel. But there are there are a few songs on there that I like. My favorite with him on it is the. Uh, pro era mixtape peep the apocalypse Mm -hmm. that one it's not on spotify but that one is so good yeah um and he's on pretty much every song on there it's not really a joey badass album but the pro era group is just awesome together Mm. i mean basically his albums are pro era albums because every song has like a feature on it yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah I love his sound so much. Like it, it yeah. just—it's the perfect to me. Like especially 1999 is like the perfect representation of East yeah. Coast hip hop. Like it yeah. just does everything that it like. I and I can't tell you like explain to you East Coast hip hop, but like I can just show you that album. Like this is what it is. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a uh, like what's his name? MF Doom beats. Yeah, like this whole, uh, 1999 is like all MF Doom beats. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think it. Oh, it might actually be made with MF Doom beats hmm. and then like just restructured uh, or it might be Jay Dilla, hmm. but it's a lot of that same similar vibe where it's like, it's not too like Denzel Curry's beats are layered and like, yeah. there's a lot of stuff going on. Drake's ha- like are super layered and there's a lot of production value to it. Whereas this East coast stuff, like the new stuff, oh, like Joey that's Badass. A good, yeah, that's a good comparison because they aren't complicated. Yeah, you can make it with you know an analog drum machine. Yeah, basically, right? Like just a sampler, like yeah. a quick sample, and an analog drum machine. Like it's got very few sounds to it. It sounds simple, like Beastie Boys songs. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I think that's what I like about a lot of it. But what? beast coast is doing is kind of taking that and adding the layers to it yes yes they that's yeah. why to me like they're later in that album it does sound like aesop mob or even odd future to yeah. extent like they they are doing a lot of layering asap is another one that it took me a while to get into it but then when i was like when i listened to i think long live asap mm-hmm. i'm like okay this is amazing yeah i forgot which album but one of them's okay. The other one is awesome. Mm. And I really like listened to like the beats and what he was doing. It's like super unique and exactly what I was looking for at the time in hip hop. I'm like, yeah, this all just feels good to listen to. Yeah. Like the one with the song LSD on it. Like LSD, love that song. <laughs> yeah. It's just so like dreamy and it's like smooth, but like, uh, like deep, like lush sounds, I guess. Like, it's the furthest from this East Coast hip-hop stuff. Yeah. It's, like, chopped and screwed East Coast hip-hop, basically. Right. Yeah. Um, RJ, what's your relationship with Mr. Badass? Well, similar things, like, Devin just playing them. Um, I did kind of dive into him a little bit. I've heard, like, 1999, a couple other albums by him. I enjoy him. Uh, he, he's a great artist. I like what he does. I like how he presents himself. Um, just the overall, just the flow of it, the beat of it. I think this is a great song. Yeah, I don't know if nineteen, <clears throat> if nineteen ninety nine is like, I would say it's like easy listening hip hop, but it is for yeah. me. Like I can just kind of relax and enjoy it and not have yeah. to. It's not like a Denzel Curry album where I'm like 
okay, what are you doing here? What are you saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, Joey Badass is literally just... I just like the overall feel of it, whatever he's doing. It's just, it just brings me in mm-hmm. versus like, you know, Denzel Curry. I'm like, gosh, we're going to get into some weird shit right now. All right, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is Devin listening to? So Joey Battis is, uh, I think part of the reason I picked this song, um, I do just love this song, but I agree. There's like no frills and no tricks to it or anything like paper trails has, it has um, changes to the flow of it, but lyrically like this one has like a nice hook. Um, I like I like his uh, delivery in the verses. Like I like the way he structures the rhythm to his voice. In most, I mean, all of his songs are interesting, but in this one in particular, I liked the the verses. Mm-hmm. Like he's not just straightforward, like rapping quick. Like the song uh, "Waves" on 1999. Uh, he's got a really interesting rhyme structure. Yeah, and it goes along with the beat of the song, like not in a traditional way. But it like catches it on the one and the three, and then on the two and the four, and the next one. Like he does unique stuff like that that forces you to listen to it. But it's also like you're saying easy listening. Yeah, you know, because the beats there to just like calm you mm-hmm. and make you feel good, and then he's delivering some cool shit in between it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um. All right. So you thought RJ's. Favorite song was five. Five. Joey Badass. You thought his f- least favorite song was four. Yep. And you thought his favorite, favorite artist? artist was Joey Badass. Yeah. RJ, where is he at? I would say the least favorite was JID, but he had Joey Badass. Correct. Oh, okay. For, so your favorite song me. and artist is Joey Badass. Yeah. Okay. But your least favorite was JID. JID. Yeah. It grew on me, but it was still. Okay. It was. Towards the bottom, but I mean, it was still fine. Like, I, I would be interested in listening to the rest of his stuff, which is a good mark. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then mine was <laughs> favorite song was four. No, th- wait. No. Favorite song was three. Hold on. I oh, yeah. Three, two, three. It was like three, two, one or yeah, something. Three, three, right? three, two, four. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite song is three. Three. JID. Now, in reality, what is your favorite song? Least favorite song is two. Yeah. Denzel then- Curry. Favorite artist is four. We know that's not true. <laughs> so my favorite song is two. Is a Denzel oh. Curry song. Okay. My least favorite is four, and okay. my favorite artist is Joey Badass on here. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Wait. So, <laughs> what was the one that I was saying? Oh, I was saying one or two uh, for my least favorite. You thought one or two. When two turns out to be my favorite. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> completely backwards. Yeah. Oh. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, overall, fun mixtape. Yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, RJ, would you like to rate it first? All right, so I initially overall it was decent. I gave you, you know, like a three point eight because I was like, I don't, I don't know if I like the JID guy, but listening to him over and over and over and over and over again, I was like, fine, I accept him. <laughs> and if you listen to this as an overall mix, like we do, I was like, I, ex- it's fine. I would play this in my car. I'd enjoy this. I think I might have to side with Mike's last time more favorable than this one. Yet again, sense. I gave it a four point two. You know, 420. 
<laughs> but it's still a good mixtape. You throw this on, like literally half the people at my work were like, yo, this is Denzel. Yo, this is like, you know, Joey Badass. They all knew everybody on there. I'm an e-boy. I understand <laughs> the youth. You have the curly hair and like the earring. I'm Gen Z. <laughs> you see me doing TikTok dances. <laughs> he whips and nanas all day long. I know what's up. And uh, that's a new term. <laughs> what's up? Hashtag yeah. mood. Hashtag big mood. <laughs> So I'm going to give Goals. you a solid four for this. That's vibes. That's vibes right there. Vibes? Mad vibes? Yeah. That's No, just vibes. <laughs> just vibes? Okay, sorry about you that. boomer. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the biggest difference between... I think uh, mine was me listening to stuff and putting it together, where I feel like Devin's has like three separate agendas that yeah. they they work... But on it, barely. Like, at any moment. Yeah. Like, if you had done, like we talked about, like, if you had just, because you have two groups on here. Like, if you were like, I'm just going to do five groups. Boom. There's one, right? If you were like, yeah. oh, I'm just going to do East Coast. Boom. There's one. But because you've got these guys from Tempe who are a group. <laughs> and yeah. then you've got Denzel, who's from Florida. J.I.D., I think he's from the South as well. I don't know. Uh, uh Yeah, Georgia. Georgia, yeah. And so, like, their sounds for the songs you picked work. But the sounds for other songs on their albums don't work. Agreed. If that makes any sense. (laughs) Yeah. And it was was tough because, like, a lot of the hip-hop that I listened to, like, this is just the new stuff, but also in that same vein is, like, the newer bus driver stuff and then death grips and clipping. Mm Mm-hmm which should not be anywhere near these songs. Yeah. You know, so like I feel like Injury Reserve was the closest to that that I was willing to go. But yeah, like you said, uh the the whole like these songs work fine together, but as far as like the artists go, right. They are widely varied. Yeah. yeah. And this is the first time I think that cuz normally like Devin or RJ has made like a mix with hip hop on it that Devin's like I know these guys, I know all these songs, why would you pick these? <laughs> yeah. And this is the first time that I've done this with you. And so like I thought about it enough because I I was a little confused about your song choice, but then when I was listening to that to the albums, I was like, okay, this is kind of this is pretty difficult. I don't know how long it took you to make this mix. But I thought about this a lot. I thought about it enough that I made my own version of the mix. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, so, with the same artists? Same artists. And same albums or? Different albums. Uh, okay. Well, obviously cool. the same one for Beast Coast. Um, but on okay. that newer Injury Reserve album, they just happen to have a song with Freddie Gibbs on it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called yeah. Black Song. <laughs> uh, but it's funny because I made this. And I'll send it to you guys if you guys are interested in listening to it. Yeah. Your it's funny because your mix is completely upbeat throughout the majority of it. Uh, yeah. This I I could only found found find songs that are the complete opposite. Mm. Like it's like slow and dreary and just like not that fun, which is good for me because that's what I like. But yeah. like it's it's very <laughs> it sounds so different. <laughs> well, see, that is okay. So I had another, or had some other artists in mind for this one, mm. and they were uh, more down tempo stuff. Isaiah yeah. Rashad, 
mm-hmm. and uh, Absol yeah. was one of them. And then some other stuff by Underachievers, uh, Smoke Dizza, another one by Absol, Saba. So Saba and Smino, um, they're more like down-tempo stuff, and I, I do like that stuff a lot. Yeah. And I think I went more towards this direction based on last week's because it was not down-tempo, but it was like it was like major key. Yeah. Whereas this is also major key. You know? Right, but slightly yeah. different. Yeah. yeah. So I'm curious to see yours. I'm, yeah, I want to... Yeah, I'll send it to you because I have like... Uh, I think the Joey Bada song, I, uh, Hard Knock is the Joey Bada song that I chose, which I think is from 99. But then, like, uh, JID has that the uh, song called Hereditary that I love. Um, and then Denzel Curry, I had to work pretty hard. It's it's later in Imperial, and it's the song called If Tomorrow's Not Here. And it's like, it doesn't sound at all like a Denzel Curry song. And so it's like <laughs> one of the other few that's just like, I don't know how we came up with this. But it's great. It's fantastic. I like it. <laughs> but it, but it, it, it was funny to me finding, like, trying to put together something out of the same artist. But I could, like, I think your combination is the only way that you find like that specific of, sound. Uh, yeah, if that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I'm right in line with uh, RJ four. All right, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I feel like these scores are getting closer and closer together each week. Yeah, if you had this no. injury reserve song with Freddie Gibbs on it, I would have given you like four point six probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's actually how this uh, how injury reserve came up uh, on like my autoplay. I was listening to Freddie Gibbs. Oh yeah, and that it was sense. like the next song. Um, but yeah, that new album a lot different, a lot different. Yeah. What are you giving yourself? Um, I'd say like three point seven. Hmm. What do you? Yeah. What do you wish you, you did differently? I wish I did more of the stuff that I like legit, legitimately like. I guess like do five songs that were sort of different that had kind of a through line. Mm. Like if I, I wish I went more to the extreme of the Death Grip side. Yeah. You know, and then brought it together with Joey Badass somehow, but uh, that would I would have just had to spend more time on that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice. But it did come together kind of quick. This one, I kind of just I didn't want to think too much about it, and I was like, these songs sound good together, so I'm just gonna stick with these five songs. Yeah. But one of them that I really want was uh, "For the Squaw." By uh, Isaiah Rashad, which is like a really down tempo, mm. real nice, easy listening song, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like it was too slow for any of these other songs. I'm like, okay, I got to change the whole idea of it if I do that. Yeah, then it might be all night night songs. <laughs> Five night night songs. I mean, you can yeah. night night songs and rap are very different. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it would be nice. I would enjoy it, but. Like, if you put, like, a rap night-night song at the end of one of these mixtapes, it doesn't make as much sense. As I was like... I don't know. RJ, how do you feel towards that? What's a night-night Eminem song? Does he have yeah. any? <laughs> I feel like he would have one to, like, I mean, a rock he, by baby beat. I mean, he has some <laughs> that are, like, the slower tempo ones that are, like, you know... Uh, he has a lot for his daughter. For Haley Jade Mathers. Does she, she have alive? an alter ego? Yeah, she's, like... 18 now hmm. oh yeah does she have an alter ego 
um, Eminem's daughter. Oh. <laughs> and then <laughs> Haley. <laughs> yeah. All right. Nice. I'm um, waiting for the Eminem mixtape. Yeah, I want too. you to make me like him. I would love for, because, I mean, he technically has, like, if you go Slim Shady, Marshall Mathers, Eminem show, Encore, I don't know what you do for the fifth one, but that's, like, that's pretty hard hitting for those four first albums. Like, literally, like, a quarter of each one is just hits. Oh, yeah, that exactly. just sounded the same to me. Everything <laughs> you just said. It's like, so if you put, like, Eminem and Eminem with Eminem and Eminem, <laughs> and then maybe at the end, like, Eminem. Yeah. Think peanut butter. No. Peanut butter M&M's. That's, fi- oh, that's fine. Yeah, I accept If that. you make an M&M mixtape, I will just, I will take Xanax every day <laughs> and just eat peanut butter M&M's and try to enjoy it as much but as possible. But if I play Relapse, you can't do that anymore. Because that's after. I don't over. think I heard anything after Encore. So anything from Relapse or after I hate that. Encore. Encore is my least favorite. Is it? Well, Eminem shows like where I'm like, all right, you need to stop doing those drugs. <laughs> Have you if did- I had to listen to one Eminem album, what would it be? First I like, one? I like his first. Okay. First and second one were probably because he's angry. He's very, very angry, and I love that. Did you yeah. listen to his one from last year? I haven't listened to any of his new ones. I, first, I skimmed him, and I'm like, nah, that's not for me. Yeah. Too many syllables that he does. I thought you loved that. I, I Literally, I'm this first five, four or five albums, and I'm kind of done. Hmm. He's a rap god, though. He is. I hated how my roommate was just like quoted that. I'm like, that's cool. It's like, yeah, I could rap a whole of rap song, god. and I'm like, I <laughs> I've heard it like yeah. three times. That's funny. <sighs> All right, RJ, I'm excited to see what you got for us this week. So, are you going to keep the trend? So I know all y'all are like, go RJ, right? Like, just but you know, like you have high hopes. But the team is going to suck. You know, mm. you're like, oh, but you're like, oh, damn. Cleveland Browns. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind of keeping with it. I had an original different mix for this. But then I kind of strayed away just because of certain things, you know, three weeks ago. It you do happened. Icelandic folk songs. So <laughs> that's already been done. Because of recent <laughs> events that happened. I made a new mixtape literally in the last two days. Oh, I like this. Okay. I know what it is. X is going to give it to you. This is about oh, nice. um, Prince uh, Andrew. <laughs> right? Is that what it is? Ooh, so this, this is a tribute to the prince? Yes, exactly. All DMX, X right? Is, X is going to give it to you. Might be Rough Riders. E- yes. Might be Features. Ooh, it's going to be it all over be, the place? I, it might be a cover. Uh, literally two days ago. So the, <laughs> like, literally two days no, ago. This is just the exit wound soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> they, okay, hold on. Hey, don't forget about Cradle to the Grave. They Sorry. don't <laughs> have the exit wounds mix on here. Really? Yeah. Because there's a song that I wanted to use, <laughs> but it wasn't on a lot of Was he on Belly? I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I never saw Belly, but I feel like he'd be on the soundtrack for that. Yeah, that's right. Or Baby Boy. Time. Yeah. Around the same time. Any of those rap movies. Man, Flesh of My Flesh, that album cover. It's one of yeah. the most iconic album covers ever. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to send it to you just for just for live. <laughs> I'm, if I, this is just the band X and you're fucking with me, <laughs> I'm going to be so happy. I, have, I hope you have something for one of his new albums. Mm. He has new albums? I mean, sorry, 27... <laughs> I think 2017 is his last one. I did not know he had new albums. 
Yeah. Oops. I did it again. I can't just wait. Just wait. <laughs> so we're we're doing from New York again. What if they had a show called Mighty Morphin Power Bottoms? <laughs> what would the, what would happen in that show? I, I get you know. it. Type, type, <laughs> you know. type it into Pornhub. See what yeah. you get. Yeah. <laughs> probably show up. Ah, uh, RJ. Oh yeah, <laughs> RJ. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Did he? This is a Windows up. (laughs) Oh, this is Windows down. (laughs) Not well up until the end. (laughs) This is Windows down, and I gotta, I gotta go buy a Civic hatchback (laughs) and some shitty speakers. I need to go find a red baseball cap. (laughs) What? Literally, I was going through all the hits, and then I saw that song, and I'm like, oh. My goodness, I need to make a DMX mix. <laughs> You're welcome, Mike. All right. I mean, there's some bangers. That, there are straight up bangers. Yeah. And it's weird. I kind of we'll talk about this next week. The homophobia. They, okay. That, <laughs> I mean, I was going to throw some other songs in here, but given. I don't know if I was like, I'll leave them off on this one. Uh, rappers still use the F word to this day. <laughs> and they're just like, no. yeah. That's fine. I was gonna put don't uh, question it at all. <laughs> his song "Where the Hood's At." Yeah, yeah. And it's like you just at home sleeping with other people that are the same sex. What the fuck is up with that? <laughs> I think, that and I'm like, like, I'm gonna leave that off. <laughs> like he says, like a Kool Aid lips or something like that in that song. There's some bad lyrics in that song. Where the hood's at? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just like you sleeping with some other sex. It's just like you. What the fuck is up? And he's just insulting somebody. Just you know. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if you could say that politically anymore. I mean, he is a rough rider. He is. Song number two. (laughs) (laughs) I heard something the other day that I don't want to... that song one. Don't want to, like, repeat out loud, but it was an explanation from a black guy about why uh, black culture is still homophobic, or there's still, like, some homophobia in black culture, I guess. And it made sense, but it was very dark. (laughs) but when i heard it i was like well i can't really like argue with that but i don't know if that's where all of it comes from but there definitely is a lot of homophobia in black culture oh yeah (laughs) yeah a lot yeah that's fine good old earl we're gonna listen to some good Good old Earl. earl this week all right i don't know if you you're on like on top of it you're like i've heard these songs before he is full of energy yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like literally, I, I play these and I'm like, oh, you're still going. You're still going. You're yeah. still going. We're rolling, rolling. I'm like, oh, we're going with other people now. Yeah, party up. He's up. He's partying up every every time. He is, he is. Does he have any ballads like R. Kelly ballads? Oh, I bet he does. <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna find some. Yep. Next week. I want that mix. That's next next week. I want to hear a real talk version. Uh, by DMX, <laughs> <laughs> but he just like it starts off real smooth and then he just goes full X mode. <laughs> do, you, do you think he, like in the middle of just like hi, I'm DMX? Er, sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, we're black. Yeah. Okay, so I'm DMX. Real talk. <laughs> calm down, calm down. Yeah. That's funny. I wish that he talked to himself in a song. Oh man, man. I, I think okay. I think he does like in the Great Depression and um. No, I I listened to DMX growing up. He was with my Jaw Rule and uh, you know um, amongst others, some Luda. Oh yeah, Luda was in there. What is what does DMX mean? 
Dirty Man X. What is that? <laughs> dirty Man X. <laughs> the Dirty Dirty Dozen <laughs> 10. M10. He's the, the 14th member. Oh, did you guys hear uh, Taylor Swift's new album? No, she has a new album? I've heard, well, no, it, I, I've heard like six songs into it. It's her remake of, um, what's that called? Is it her first album? It's her second album that she did. Okay. Um, not the one with Tim McGraw. Oh, I was close. She, it, means, it has love story. It means Dark Man X. I was so close. Dark Man X? Yeah. What's, the, what's Does that X? mean? Like, I it's mean, just no. X. I used to tell people, sex, I'm going to give it to you. But that's not really what he says in lyrics. That's, that's politically <laughs> correct. That's these rapey days. stuff that I, yeah. uh, I say. But it's like anyway. You have Man, to say was, sex. I'm gonna give it to you if you agree to my terms. Yeah, consent. <laughs> yeah. It's all about. I consent. was kidding about Dirty Man X, Dark Man X. That sounds like a superhero. It does. Yeah. Like, I'm Dark Man X. Dark Man X, like Darkwing Duck. Can yeah. you imagine him with a cape though? I can see it. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. On a quad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and fingerless gloves. Yeah, yeah Rough Riders yeah, fuck quads all the time. I know, there's so many quads in their music videos. They still do that in Philadelphia, but it's like a Puerto Rican thing now. Ooh. Well, they took over. Yeah, like just quads and dirt bikes on the road. Which, you know, it has tires, like it has wheels, like whatever. Do it, but it just you. seems so strange, especially in a city, to own an ATV. Like, where do you even go to get an ATV in the city? Probably have to get it shipped in. Like they don't have a TV dealers. He had an EP that came out this past year. What? Recently? Yeah, called yeah. The Dog's Prayers. I mean, oh, that's got to oh, be sensitive. No, hold on. <laughs> it came out. No, 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 no. It literally, I think it came out the day that he died. So, yeah. Um, what is this? Uh, it, I think the prayers are literally just from his albums, from what I, I remember. But he has a prayers on different albums where he's just like, all right, Jesus. This is me, DMX. My life is tough. My life is hard. But you got to... It's, it's literally like like sequences, and I think they kind of put them all together. And there's another one that came out the day he died, too. I don't know what that is, but I kind of briefly looked over it. Hmm. He has but this, two EPs that came out. Yeah, the, I don't know what the second one is. In 2020. Oh, in 2020? Yeah. 2020. Oh, he's got What These one. Bitches Want with Cisco. What these ladies want from a fella. <laughs> That's the white person. That sang the song about the underwear. <laughs> yeah. uh, what these ladies want. Oh, man. The best of DMX. Ooh. All of them. All of them. <laughs> I need but yeah, Taylor Swift did her own album. Like, she redid her album because she wasn't able to like get the rights to yeah, it or it was, something. Yeah, it was the legal rights. So she's like, I'm just going to record the whole thing again. Two. I think it's two because uh, she did that, and then she did a whole bunch of other like unreleased stuff that was with it too. Well, it's uh, yeah, I think it's just alternate versions. Of, there's 26 songs on it. Yeah, it was literally like, hey, I wrote the song when I was like 16, so I'm gonna actually publish it. Is I it listened to half updated? of it today. Yes, yeah, it's it's uh, her yeah. new re-recorded Taylor. her original songs that she wrote when she was like 15. They sound or 16. different, but are they like different instruments and stuff? Yes, because those songs are not great. No. Yeah, that's when she was technically country and i was like yeah. thinking about this like would she be able to make the transition to like brandy carlisle americana now being taylor swift yeah no, no. because she's doing songs with like boney Vare and uh no somebody one, else on her last one no one takes her seriously that's the thing everyone takes miley seriously because she's crazy as shit yeah so how does taylor swift get to that point never no, the girl at my work says that She's stayed up all night long for the release, and she's super tired today because she stayed up for it because it's amazing. Wait. She knows that she can just 
sleep and I'll still be there. I'll show up. Yeah, but she also dances TikTok dances like Devin does. <laughs> I tried listening yeah. to Evermore and I didn't like it. Evermore's one I like Evermore. But yeah, she did that one with a. She does a song with the National. She does a song with or two songs with Bon Iver, and he's just Heim, that money. Which, Heim. That's the thing. I feel like she's trying to cross over into um, the underground mainstream. Well, but she's Bon Iver. Not <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> because I mean, people that listen to Taylor Swift don't know Bon Iver. No, for they the do. Most part. At this point, they do. I don't uh, think they do. I don't Dude, think they do. I guarantee no, if, I if you're like, have you heard Skinny Love? And they're like, oh, yeah, they'd come say, on, Skinny fuck Love. No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> they would not know that. The girl that I, I'm talking about at my work, mm-hmm. she knows Taylor she's Swift. She's probably 20 years old or she, 19. She's 18. 18. She just turned yeah. 18, just graduated high school. <laughs> See how she fast does TikTok RJ dances. <laughs> yeah. She, she <laughs> just became she's, legal. She's legal. 18, so we can talk age. about the way she looks. It's okay. She has colored hair. <laughs> and also, she loves Harry Styles. Wait, do you work with Bad Baby? Oh, I had a lot of babies. <laughs> she just turned 18. So you know. Bad Baby? Yeah. Uh, Catch a- Me Outside? Oh, that's that How one? That? Yeah. yeah. I forgot about her. Yeah. Her name's Bad Baby. Mm-hmm. She's actually a decent rapper. She's a... Okay. Decent? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> In that She's style not- of rap, <laughs> it's... Fine. It's not what you, you mean, would expect. It's not like style of cultural appropriation. That style of rap. <laughs> she's Puerto Rican and Jewish. She could do whatever she wants. She grew up in Connecticut. Yeah, that, but that she's is not Puerto her Rican accent. Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Puerto Rican and German. You don't. I'm from New York. You don't see me yeah, talking like that. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Do you, you think can Mike... say the N word and get away with it? It's legal. <laughs> it's in the Constitution. Do you think Mike has a CD like Bad Baby? Kind of. This is like alter ego yeah. bad name. That's what I'm not telling us. I keep on thinking as I'm listening to so much hip hop. I keep on thinking like I can't imagine being like 15 in 2021 and being like, you know what? I want to be a rapper. Like, I just can't imagine that mentality <sighs> at this point, Okay, you know, because it's like, you'd know that there's like, at this point, there's so many good people in hip hop. That's like, I would never try to be a rapper. <laughs> well, okay. I was talking to RJ about this the other day because he was saying he was, that true. his, you want to transition? Yeah, he was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> RJ wants to become Regina. Yeah, and that's Okay. Okay, is that my rap name or you're just talking? <laughs> no, I mean, it's your lady name, okay? Um, but he was saying that some girl like that he knows does like TikTok dances, and I was like, nobody our age does TikTok dances. So these people that are on TikTok, like kids these days, 18 there's, year olds, there's lots of people our age that do TikTok dances. I don't want to know them. I was doing the robot the other day, and somebody's moms. like, you're doing a TikTok dance, and I'm like, okay. Good example. Yeah. So why are they doing the TikTok dances? Because they're white moms. So why are the 18-year-old girls doing the TikTok dances? Because they're also mostly white. So <laughs> people are getting famous from TikTok. So in their mind, are they like, is this just the way they communicate on social media is by learning TikTok dances and posting the videos? Or do they think they're going to go somewhere with it and get famous or nah, get some kind of notoriety? It's just a fad. It's the same thing as just like leggings. It's the same shit. Leggings are not a fad, and they should never go away. You take that back. Edit this out. Legging needs, leggings need to stay. 
It's just the it's just something that becomes popular mostly with white women. How are they gonna do their yoga? <laughs> yeah, they need them. They need, it's life. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, it's the same thing with like crop tops. Like crop tops now are like the in fashion with a lot of younger females, and it's like they're mostly just younger white women. Are they eighteen? Yes. <laughs> Can we talk about that? Are we allowed to? That's what I but, said. I was talking to my wife, and I said, "When are, do you think now? Like, eventually, everything comes back around. It's the same shit, right? So it's like eventually you're gonna see some sweet butterfly fucking belly button rings just hanging down. Oh Hell no! Yes. And then like literally like. The thongs are going to be sticking out, and Cisco's yeah. like, "Yes, back yeah. to thong song." <laughs> Orange clothing will come back in the style. Yeah, probably. Yeah, fucking Christina Aguilera is going to be back. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, like, I, everything just like comes around. So, like, with the TikTok dancing, like, I'm sure it's the same thing as fucking Jazzercise. Same yeah, shit. But, so, but people, it's younger kids posting it, like. They are learning dances and then doing the dances and then posting it online. So because their motivation to do it is what? To be cool. So is that <laughs> just how they're community? Is that like the new Facebook? No, it's just a fact. Because those kids aren't on Facebook. <laughs> it's the same thing with tattoos. Like, you Remember how popular using... tattoos were 12 years ago? I guess TikTok dances aren't permanent, so that's a little bit better. <laughs> Remember how many reality TV shows based around tattoos were? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Eek Masters. <laughs> I think Eek Masters the leading is still tattoo going. expert, Dave Navarro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking Miami. There's that one lady, Kat Von D. She was like a celebrity. Yeah. For oh, no yeah. reason. Was, <laughs> she does portraits and they're like decent. <laughs> Crazy. It's, it's the same shit. Yeah. It's just a fad that it, uh, things mostly become fad because of white people. That's I mean, it's cultural appropriation most of the time, but not with TikTok dances. Yeah, TikTok's a weird one because it's becoming like the new social media for that younger generation. That and Discord, strangely. Oh, it's the same shit as Vines, dude. Do you remember how fucking popular Vines were? Yeah, but they went like Vine went under. I know, and TikTok, and now it's back as TikTok. Yeah, exactly. It's and Instagram weird. have their reels. Same shit. Yeah, but why? Like, why is Vine gone? I think they ran out of money. I think it's just bad investments. Somebody bought them. I mean, they other. fucked up because they started this whole thing. Yeah, and then TikTok's like, oh yeah, we could do that too. Remember when Snapchat like, was the shit? I mean, all I used it for was to take pictures of my friends and draw dicks going into their mouths <laughs> and then send it to them. I, I just did pictures of my dick, like literally physical pictures yeah. of my dick. But I would draw, like, hats on it. (laughs) (laughs) Is it gay to send pictures of your dick to friends if your dick's wearing clothes? No. Like, if your dick's, like, wearing a tiny hat and, like, a tiny coat. Is there consent? No. (laughs) I think that's the the more of the worry. (laughs) No. It's not funny if you have consent. I'm not going to ask, hey, can I send you a picture of my dick? (laughs) No, that takes away all the funniness. What what if they say Yes. If they say yes, then I'm not going to send it to them because they want it for the wrong reasons. If they say no, I'm going to be like, okay, I'll send you just the picture of this Eskimo instead. Be like, ha it's my dick wearing Eskimo clothes. Dustin's like, I've been waiting so long for you to send yes. me dick yes. <laughs> Thank you Finally, for asking. you asked. That's happened too many times to me. 
It's like a long paragraph. Like, I was so afraid to ask it for all these years, but now that you're bringing it up. Like I have a, a folder. Let me send you a link. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have Dropbox? Yeah. yeah. So call, like, let me get ready. I need to screenshot this. Yeah. <laughs> get all my recording software. <laughs> no, he's already ready. Oh. <laughs> just FaceTimes me immediately. I just shaved like five minutes yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't have consent for that. Way, way funnier without consent. Yeah, well, there's another question. Should it be illegal if your dick's wearing clothes? If the picture's funny enough, should it be illegal to just unsolicitedly sell, send your dick Like pic? mini cowboy hat and a cape? Yeah, tiny little boots. <laughs> what if you're walking around town and see-through pants yeah you're still technically wearing clothing yeah it's like you have see-through clothing yeah because guys can wear like guys can wear leggings yeah where you see the full-on dick print oh yeah basketball shorts yep gray sweatpants yeah yeah so at what point like if you wear like yeah i don't have that issue because i'm asian (laughs) it's true yeah RJ wears yoga pants every day. Yeah. Nobody knows. Everyone's like, nobody knows. They got in there. I'm like, no, I don't know. No, I don't remember. What season is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's cold out. It's always cold for me. Yeah, it's 100 it. degrees out. No, no, no. No, no, it's chilly. I like, like, don't wear the yoga pants. <laughs> I like that your penis has like a Hispanic accent. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's even confused made. what it is. No. <laughs> no, 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 hold on, hold on. Have you not talked to Filipinos? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <they're mixed. laughs> yeah. your penis is a cholo. Yeah, it's Guena. <laughs> it's dark in your homes. <laughs> I don't want to come out. It's fucking scary, dog. <laughs> you ain't going to see none of me, dog. Yeah, it has a pit bull. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck with me, you fuck with my perro, don't. It's only when it's raining outside, so it's like my dog that's just like, oh, it's raining. I ain't going outside. It's fucking lightning and shit out there. I don't like that shit. My homie got fucked up in the lightning, dog. I don't like that shit. Vicious pit bull? No, it's raining. (laughs) He's wet. Gets inside my tiny ears. I don't fucking like it, dog. Yeah, so that's my penis. <laughs> we don't have this fucking rain south of the border, dog. I'm not used to it. <sighs> well, yeah, you can so, find the um, podcast. <laughs> five song next save. I'm gonna give it to you. <laughs> iTunes, Spotify. Find us on Instagram. Five song next save. Find the mixes themselves. Uh, five song mixtape. You just gotta search it one word on Spotify. Um, yeah, I'm excited to listen to take. I'm gonna take a dive on Tmax. I don't think I've ever done that. I'm gonna listen to all his prayers. Yeah, <laughs> back to back. 